Matthew, I have a problem I need you to help me solve. And I know that you would love to do that because it's a very manly task to help solve a woman's problems. First of all, I'm going to need you <laughs> to refer to me as Suave Dog for the Swab rest of this dog. episode. Okay, very good. Dear Suave Dog, to your advice column, dear Suave Dog, <laughs> I'm writing to you. Okay, a little backstory. So for any listeners who don't live in the Southeast, there's a grocery store called Publix, and it's like the, it's a nice grocery store. It's huge on like customer service. It's like the Chick-fil-A of grocery stores, right? It's where rich people shop. Basically. Kind of. Like it's not Whole Foods, but it's. It's not Whole Foods. And you can get some good buy one, get ones. Anyways. So, um... The bag boys and girls will walk your groceries out to your car for you and they wear buttons that say, no tipping, please. And this has been forever. Well, when I was like a teenager, there was Uh a guy in our church who worked at Publix who told my mom, none of the bag boys want to take your groceries out because you don't ever tip. So, of course, that's. I'm like, wow. It just is one of those things that stuck with me. Like, people think my mom's cheap. She's doing what they tell her to do. And this guy's like, nobody wants to take her groceries out. Fast forward to the year about 2017. And Walmart grocery pickup starts at the grocery, the Walmart grocery store that's four minutes from my house. It's so close. So, I am probably the first customer to use it. (laughs) So, I order my groceries, I park in the pickup spot, and I have cash for a tip. Because I've never done this before. And because it's a brand new program, the manager of the program or whatever, or the, like, supervisor, comes out, they load my groceries, he gives me a little gift bag, and I'm like, "Am am I supposed to tip? Who can I give a tip to? He's like, nope, no tipping. This is our service, whatever. Okay. Last week, I'm in the grocery pickup. And I look over and this lady gets out of her car and gives both people loading her groceries a tip. And they take it. And now I feel like a total ass for going every week to pick up my groceries and I haven't been tipping. So what should I do? <laughs> should well, I start tipping? Well, you shouldn't feel bad, first of all. I have so many questions about this. <laughs> By the way, I am an expert in this field. I was a Deerberg's, uh, what was the customer? No, it was a courtesy clerk. That was the name. I was a Deerberg's courtesy clerk. Courtesy clerk, okay. In the gra- greater St. Louis area. That's uh, the Deerberg's. That's like the Midwest Publix. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so they had a no tipping policy as well, and I was very studious about it of, <laughs> of not accepting tips. But sometimes, like if the customer insisted, obviously you had to take it. Right. So this is in my wheelhouse. Uh, okay. First of all, the the kid, like, how old was this kid? I got to take this in chronological order. How is it? How old was this kid that told you this? He was probably. He told my mom this. He was probably in his early twenties when he told her this. Okay. And full disclosure, I did not like him. <laughs> All right, but he's talking about something that happened when, like, they were teenagers, like the the baggers. I mean, yeah, he still worked there. Okay. I think. My first instinct is he's full of crap. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> if you got a job at sixteen, you know, unless this is West Virginia and you're supporting your family from working in the coal mine like um <laughs> what was that guy's name uh homer from october <laughs> sky uh yeah like you you got money like you're, you're fine like yes a tip is a big deal and you should be thankful for it but like that's that's stupid that he would say that, that like nobody wants to take it out your mm-hmm. mom's group that's that's like some weird grudge kind of stuff like i'm mm-hmm. just i'm just gonna mm-hmm. throw that out the window um well, obviously i remembered it forever <laughs> 30 years later <laughs> uh but yeah like when the manager told you that uh mm-hmm. 
Of course the manager is going to say that. Like the manager, he doesn't work by the hour. Like he's he's a yeah. salary. Mm-hmm. So of course he's going to say that. Um, like, but no, like you shouldn't feel bad. It's. <sighs> but should I start tipping? I think you should have the, I think you should allow yourself the option to tip. Okay. Because the um, thing is, we don't really, we're not a cash family. Sorry, Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't have a lot of cash usually. And also it's like everything is contactless. So I like, I, <laughs> they literally asked me through my trunk, are you Casey? <laughs> and I say, yes. And then they finish and I say, thank you. And that's the end of it. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could have like an FSBT sticker sitting in the trunk, like right there like, for them to take. Like a, a little safety pin with a $5 bill, like <laughs> at the back of my back seat. I don't know. Well, how much is the tip? That's my other question. How much are we talking about here? I mean, I don't know. What? Five, like that's my dilemma too. Like when I have to tip somebody because... Sometimes five seems like too much, but I don't want to be like dollar guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, what, you know what I mean? Danny's the one I should ask how much I should tip because he's more generous than me with tipping. He'll be the one who's like, Casey, just round up. <laughs> well, I'll that's... be like 20% on the dot. He's like, Casey, round up. <laughs> this is This is another chapter in... Hi, we married an extrovert. Because <laughs> it's it's the same for us. Kendra worked as a long time for a waitress, or as a waitress. I'm sorry. And uh, so whenever we go out to eat, uh, she's like leaving, you know, a twenty dollar tip on a fifteen dollar meal. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, you don't you don't understand what it's like. And I was like, all right. <laughs> well, I'll think about it. Maybe some listeners can weigh in. I don't mind tipping. I just have to, but then I have to make sure I have the cash. And if I don't have the cash, then I have to go pick out my own groceries from the shelves. Yeah, also, like, is the person bringing it out? Is that the person that actually shopped it off the shelves, or are no. they are no. they bringing it to like a bagger and the bagger's walking it out? I'm sure they all have their like very specific jobs. Some people do the shopping in the store. Yeah, that's tough because then you're into like the you know you're tipping a waitress, but then the bus boy's got to come by and actually clean the mm-hmm. table, mm-hmm. and it's like who actually deserves the tip there. I'm going to go to customer service next time I'm in Walmart and be like, I need to set the record straight. Am I supposed to tip or not? Well, of course they're going to say no. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. I just I just don't think you should feel bad. That's Okay, my, thank you. I you, appreciate it. You should not feel bad at all. You've absolved me. Okay. I do what I can. <sighs> well... You crushed me in the WoW 1998 showdown. Like, I think it was the biggest the biggest gap so far in the competition. It was, it was like a 70-30, 75-25. Yeah, it was a it was a weird like truncated voting session because uh, I don't know, one of us tried to cheat in the last <laughs> So that delayed getting the... That uh, reminds me. I was going to like have a piece of paper with our names on it and six slots. I could write them down as we went this time. I've got it. I can do it. <laughs> because uh, that was a major fail. It's fine. I, I totally picked seven songs. <laughs> I went to get the stuff together for Danny to do the graphic. And I was like, wait a minute. My name is besides seven songs. And then you had edited the episode, so it is totally gone from your brain forever. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Gotta wipe it away to make make room for the next one. So then I had to listen through the... (laughs) Try and figure it out. I'm like, oh, yep, I picked seven songs. It was was difficult because there were a couple false starts, like where we got sidetracked and talking about songs. Yes. We're like, I I like this song, but I don't want to pick 
It, we should probably point out too that like uh, we have such high expectations for WoW ninety nine that we're actually dividing. We're, we're going to run this episode in two parts. We're actually going to do two episodes tonight. Yes, that's 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 <laughs> the plan because we didn't know if we could. We didn't know if we could keep WoW ninety nine just a one episode with everything else that we've. <laughs> okay, gotta do. So I do have something fun for the listeners if they want to imbibe. While they're listening, I have a WoW 99 selection drinking game. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this came to me while I was listening. And I'm like, we have been following some very special patterns every single time we play this. So here we go. Take a drink or a sip. I don't know how drinking games work. I don't know if you guys knew this. I grew up Southern Baptist. So, is it take a drink or take a sip or <laughs> take a uh, shot? You know what? You can pick how much you want to drink. Every time we say we need to look up the lyrics. <laughs> Every time we don't know which album a song came from. <laughs> Every time Matthew talks about music videos. Hey, His some specialty. people are gonna some people are gonna die tonight if they do this game. <laughs> yeah. Every time Casey says, It's such a good song. <laughs> Every time Matthew references a youth group crush. People are going to die tonight. <laughs> And then every time we lose track of whose turn it is or how many choices we have left. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> I have a drink that I'm trying to drink very quietly because Matthew said, please minimize the ice cube noises. So now I've put a very heavy straw in it that I feel like is making just as many noises. <laughs> I got to say the level of annoyance the Casey showed when I said, "Hey, can you can you muffle the ice cubes, please?" <laughs> the dirty look she shot me—it was as if I was the sailor on the Titanic saying, "Your children can go on the lifeboat, but you have to stay behind." You gave me an impossible task. I have this cup with ice cubes in it. I'm trapped under my laptop. I like I would have I I could like. If I could get up, I could strain them out or something hey, and drink listen. it. With- <laughs> in the in the words of the I'm just gonna Gr- eat the ice cubes real quick. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> in the words of Theon from from uh, Game of Thrones, the bards will sing songs of your sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 One, of, one of my favorite lines from Game of Thrones, though he just kind of rushes out. The bards will sing songs of your sacrifice. <laughs> Game of Thrones, rest in peace. All right, Wow ninety nine. Opening uh, thoughts before we get into the picking. Uh, this one. This I know that you have so many. I do. Like this is feels like this is the the most. Uh, feels like everything's been leading to this. this okay. One's, we're coming in hot on Wow ninety nine. <laughs> There's there are epic songs on this one. Uh huh. Um, this is this is the one I've been waiting for, Wild ninety nine, and at the same time, still I, I know I keep using this word, but like it's still sort of stacked. Like mm-hmm. once we get into the uh, to the second half of it, it's like, huh, what? Like, what? <laughs> you mean you don't like the song "Strolling on the Water" by Brian Duncan? Jeez, <laughs> oh, I can't even. I can't, <laughs> I don't even. I don't know. What about uh yeah okay so how how do we feel about Rich Mullins having despite Rich Mullins being dead for two years Rich <laughs> Rich Mullins getting two tracks on this like okay all right <laughs> um, uh, we got to have the Chris Rice conversation right uh, I I don't know like because. If you're not a nerd like us, maybe you're not up on this stuff. But so Chris Rice is on the second disc with his song "Power of a Moment." Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that song, by the way. Um, but in the last year, there's been some sexual abuse allegations come out against Chris Rice, and now we're in this weird limbo of he hasn't commented, 
Nothing's mm-hmm. been proven, but it. So what do you do there? Like, I don't know. It doesn't look good for him. I'm not gonna pick him. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like it's. It feels like if you pick him, then you're not honoring the the the, the accuser. Right. You know, do we blacklist him, you know, before he's been proven guilty of anything? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I don't know the answers to these things. I don't either, which is why we have a podcast called Fun Sexy Bible Time. Yeah. Where we don't have to have those answers, (laughs) thankfully. So, I just know that that was the tension. Yeah. (laughs) For the the Chris Wrestling. I probably would have felt it more if it was deep enough to dream, because I do love that song so much. And that whole album. So, I don't yeah. think the power of a moment is from that album. It's definitely. Wait, there you hey. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this is actually my favorite Chris Rice song. Um, mm. So, I probably would have picked it in the top six otherwise. Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, the. The upside of this is that when we're taking Chris Rice off the board, that just gives me more time to focus on the true meaning of Easter. <laughs> so there's the silver lining on that. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, before we get started, I am wearing uh, I am wearing a collection of five five. I'm holding it up as if the listeners can see it. And that should have been another thing. We do that a lot. We reference things we can only we can only two of us can see. I have an excuse. Look I at was... this album cover. <laughs> I have an excuse. I was homeschooled and I'm just awkward to begin with. I don't, okay. I don't know what your excuse is for being awkward. How long do you have? <laughs> I don't think it's fair that you have five WWJD bracelets and I have none. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I'll send you one. Here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you want one of these, I'm, again, I'm holding it up as if you can see it. I tweeted the, I tweeted the picture out. People can see yes. it there. If you want one of these, uh, send send your top six uh, wow songs to the uh, to the FSBT Twitter account. And yes. um, we'll pick, if we get a whole bunch of them, we'll just sort of pick six of them. And uh, we'll ask you to send your address and I'll mail you one. Okay. That's so nice. I'm not a creeper, I promise. You don't have to keep showing I'm going to do this the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it's going to be. It's just <laughs> Well, I don't have any bracelets, but I have a top knot and a drink. So, I'm ready. <laughs> and you uh and you cycled for 32 minutes today. I did. And I yes, I did, which is good because before that I had been horizontal almost all day in my bed. Whoa! <laughs> so <laughs> I needed to to do something active. Okay, what else before we get started? Did you have uh, some some Veggie Tales thoughts <laughs> that you wanted to share? I love it. I love it. I think the on exact this. quote was, "Get that shit off my Wow CDs." <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the exact quote that I got. I mean, come on, guys. What are we doing here? What are we doing with the Veggie Tales on this? What What is this? It's just because <laughs> Christians are so weird, and <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Tough beat for Amy Grant. Uh, she's fallen all the way to track number <laughs> six on the on the uh, on the B disc. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I guess Stephen Curtis Chapman got sent down too. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we said last time they're trying to spread people out, maybe or or stack the top with the more youth oriented. Uh, I think that's definitely true. Yeah, all the bands, all the bands are on disc one. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Small Town Poets making it in. Feels like mm. a feels like an achievement for them. <laughs> okay. So, I believe 
So I will, I will be in charge of the order this time. You're going to take notes for us? Yeah, I got, I got the notes. <laughs> I'm going to just sit here and drink. So you will go first. It's your turn I to, go, to first, go first. And then I will go two and three. And then you'll go I'm four. Plan to win. Plan to win. Well, no. I mean, I have stuff I like, too. Do you plan on but... cheating this time? <laughs> I'm not going to cheat. Okay. I'm going number one with the number one. Into Jesus. Interesting. Talk. Hey, you. <laughs> you know what people love is when you say, hey, you. I love when people say that to me. <laughs> it's iconic. It's DC Talk. Yep. I think, was this their, this is their second single off this album, I think. After sure. Jesus, after Jesus Freak. Sure. I don't know. Did was... Jesus Freak ever make it onto a WoW CD? Uh, no, he did not because it was too it... much. No, I think it was <laughs> okay. I got to back up. So, Into Jesus that was off of Supernatural. That was not Jesus Freak. Okay, I didn't know what I was. I'm I'm starting out slow here. And Jesus <laughs> Freak came out in '95, and WoW started in '96. Right. So they didn't pick Jesus okay. Freak for the first one. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So DC Talks. It's a supernatural era. DC Talk. Right before they disappeared. Right before. Mm. That's what I pick. I lost. Okay. There we go. Sorry. I'm trying to get all my things back on my screen. You good? Yeah. Number one, DC Talk. It's the first one on the album. Just. Who are they? Who are they talking to when they say, <laughs> "Hey, you, I'm into Jesus." <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Unanswered questions. Probably somebody who wasn't into Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that girl from "I Don't Want It." Oh, jeez. <laughs> At the at the uh, at the Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> I just got yeah. a. Uh, it's not sorry. really. It's not really clear who they're speaking to. Sorry, I just got distracted. Somebody just DM'd me a tweet. I'll take a mm. brief detour here. Uh, why did no one stop those homeschool boys from naming their book for teens? Do hard things. <laughs> Uh, we'll get back to that later. Sorry. You can send that question to fsbtkc at gmail.com. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else about Into Jesus? I mean, it seems like the song is a prayer in the verses mm -hmm. to God. But then they're like, Hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a little bit of like, a, like the, like the Tate refrain is, I still believe mm -hmm. like a, a little bit of like talking, talking back to the culture of, mm -hmm. you know, everybody else is falling away, but I still believe. Okay. Know, what do you think? What do you think DC Talk's career arc would have been if if they had stayed together? Where does where do the, where do they go from there? Well, let's see. They'd already done rap. And they went into the rock, so they needed to sample another genre, probably. <laughs> well, I think okay. Deep dive here. I think they would have. I think they were, they disappeared like right before like the Justin Timberlake when he sort of mm. went R&B. Can we think that maybe they would have gone that way a little bit? Yeah, maybe. Huh. I don't know. They seem to be on very different paths now, so. Yeah. I I I need them to get back together just so uh, Michael Tate and Kevin Max can uh, duke be it in, out. 
Yeah, just be in the same room. <laughs> you know, you can, uh, you know, you criticize Michael Tate's uh, allegiance to Trump, but the man has not aged in 30 years, so something's working for him. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. Okay, you so I've got... Pick number one and two. Alright, so I've got I'm picks number... jealous you get two. Okay, the first one's a no-brainer. I still have to keep track. Because otherwise I will forget what you picked. It's okay, I'm keeping track for both of us. I know, but I have to see it in front of me. So I don't try to pick the same oh, I one gotcha. I gotcha. in 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay, first pick off the board for me... It would have been the first pick overall if I had the first pick is Entertaining Angels by the Newsboys. Other person. <laughs> I, I, I do not have enough time to say all the good things about this song. This oh, is, okay. This is, to me, this is the best Newsboys song ever. This is uh, maybe the best, maybe the best, I don't know, I like Love Song for Savior, really. It's one of the two best Christian songs of the 90s. Okay, I, I didn't would, know you felt this way. Which I would is good. I, I mean, I admit that Jesus Freak was a more iconic song. Uh, I yep. was, I would say, Entertaining Angels is a better song than Jesus Freak. Mm, mm. So uh, the Entertaining Angels, we've talked. I've talked. No one else cares about this. I have talked about. <laughs> The tension that the Newsboys were in of like, do we make an organic album with no effects or do we put a bunch of bells and whistles in the on the album that, you know, might age poorly. This is like the perfect middle ground of this. This is a organic song, but they have a lot of flourishes in the song, like the like the I would call it like the space satellite sound that they've mm-hmm. kind of got like fading in and out that has haven't aged poorly. Like it still sounds good. Um You've got just the peak Newsboys lineup. Everybody's in their prime. Uh, you got Phil Joel and Peter Furler singing. And then when you think, when you think it couldn't get any better, <laughs> you know, the last third of the song, Jody Davis shows up, who for 30 years has had the best vocal range in the Newsboys. And for whatever reason, they don't let him sing. <laughs> and just goes on a couple of epic vocal runs like as the song is fading out and it's just the perfect crescendo of just an iconic song on CCM. okay wow you really sold that <laughs> i mean you get to hear you get to hear all three primary vocalists singing mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. in this and it's just it's fantastic good and it's got Glad a you got it it's a, i almost would have felt bad I mean, I was I was gonna do this rant, either either way. <laughs> even if you even if you picked it, but even the even the message of this song because it's got like a little bit of an edge to it. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm reading between the lines, but it's almost like a narrative of being suicidal, mm. of just feeling totally alone, mm. and just this realization that that God is watching out for you and that there right. are, there are angels there with you. Even when you feel totally alone, mm. um, and and maybe I'm I'm reading too much into that, but that was kind of my how I would hear the song of. Well, I mean, a a good song. To me, some of the best songs is they don't tell you explicitly what to think. You get to take from it what you need to, or want to. So. Yeah, I hear doubt. Uh, I hear mm-hmm. despair. You know, I hear uncertainty in entertaining angels, but also like a a reassurance of, um, you know, God cares for me even mm-hmm. when, even when I feel mm-hmm. totally alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, that's uh, that's just a fantastic message for me in a song. Yeah, it's not it's not bubblegum pop. It's not <laughs> you know kitschy. It's mm-hmm. it just felt like a really authentic song, and if. <laughs> I don't know. Like this is gonna sound like a backhanded compliment, but it's like they put so much effort into this song. It's almost like it drained them for the rest of the album because <laughs> most of what I love about that album is like in this in this one song, mm. uh, which is fine. You know, it's it's just fine. Well, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, did I did I drown you in entertaining angels? No, no. Backstory. I'm I'm amazed at your passion for some of these songs. It's beautiful. <laughs> Let's see. I'm trying to think like where I was when that song hit. That was uh, like late '98, early '99. So I was transitioning uh, out of the house and into mm-hmm. into into college. So maybe that was part of it too. Of yeah, where I was. Those life. I feel like definitely whatever music you were listening to in any big life transition times becomes kind of sacred. Yeah. And I had a I had a lot of anxiety too, just about you know, coming out of the purity culture and mm. going off to college and just feeling like I was not equipped to meet a woman. <laughs> Which it sounds like a joke, but it it, it was Right. It's really not like it was, you know, is there somebody out there for me? Like, I feel really lonely right now. And mm-hmm. that would carry on for, unfortunately, years. But let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Picking picking number three. Mm. Well, it's your number two. Yeah, it's my number two. Let's not confuse <laughs> ourselves. Um, <sighs> All right. I'm just going to take... I'm going to take Crazy Times from Jars of Clay. Okay. This was this was like the first time we got to really hear them with electric guitar when this song came out. Uh-huh. And it was kind of cool, but also like, what are they doing? Like, this is their identity of being the, the coffee house band, like mm-hmm. the, the indie band that only uses acoustic guitars. And yeah. so, I mean, it was cool, but it was also like, what is this? What are they doing? Like, are they ever going to go back to the old Jars of Clay? Yeah. I remember it was a little bit of a thing when they, I think they did this song like on the Dove Awards or TBN or something and the lead singer <laughs> like, uh, like threw his mic stand on the ground and that was like a youth group scandal of what, <laughs> what are they, what are they doing? Acting like rock stars up there that they could have broke, they could have broken that mic stand. What is that? <laughs> youth group scandals. Yeah. Also a youth group scandal uh, in the music video for, hey, take a drink. (laughs) Oh, I think I will. I didn't talk about the video for Entertaining Angels, which, uh, yeah, that's fine. In the video for Crazy Times, there was a woman that showed cleavage. And this was also a... Oh, no. This was also a youth group scandal. I think she was getting... I'm trying to remember what it was. She was... It was a video and like people were pushing each other in a shopping cart or something. And like there was a woman in a shopping cart. Because this is in the 90s and everything was about... What abs- else was there to do? <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> everything was about abstract imagery. Like if you uh-huh. if you did some abstract image, it was automatically profound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like this guy was pushing a woman in a shopping cart. And she, I think she was like leaning forward. You could see cleavage. And this was this was scandalous in youth group. Wow. Cleavage. I'm going to stop talking now. I've was this a lot of cleavage or like... No, no, no. I mean, listen. Did it have to be? <laughs> That's true. Okay. I am going to pick Undo Me. <laughs> Jennifer Knapp. Have we used that song in our inappropriate song list? <laughs> Listen, I love Jennifer Knapp. I mean, just unashamed love Jennifer Knapp. And she came out here with this Kansas album, and it's just, it's so good. It's so good. Glug, 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 glug. I don't think... (laughs) This is not my favorite song off the album, but... Oh, really? Interesting. No. What is my favorite song off Kansas? I gotta say, the Kansas album cover was a stumbling block for me. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, yeah, bad girl with a guitar slung over her shoulder. Definitely a stumbling (laughs) block. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, just... Oh, wow. So good. (laughs) So, yeah. 
Jennifer Knapp. I feel like Jennifer Knapp is who Rebecca St. James wanted to be. Like that sound. I'm not trying to be mean. I mean like that sound and that like that style. That's what but she just like I don't think Rebecca St. James played the guitar. She might. She might. She might play an instrument. Wasn't really paying attention. But yeah, Jennifer Knapp was just yes, great songwriter. I think I think that she might have been closer to Jennifer Knapp if she had started a little bit later, when mm. she could kind of speak for herself. I think yeah. I think she started really young and didn't really know who she was, and the label tried to turn her into like a right teeny bop pop princess. Right, right. Hmm. Um. Yes better song undo me or sing alleluia oh from jennifer knapp <laughs> uh well sing Allelu- sing alleluia is uh um that's a that's more than just her right yeah it's your boy but she does have on that album the um city on a hill the lord's prayer song hallowed hallowed oh wow all time so mm-hmm. good so good yeah but does it have mac powell on it no which is why i like it why more. do you hate mac powell like i'm just never gonna let this go what i don't, I don't hate him i just don't prefer his voice sound <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just find that randomly funny <laughs> You don't like Mike Powell. Okay. All right. Um. So I'm. Okay, I'm gonna take not my favorite song from them, but I'm gonna take deeper. Okay. From Delirious, just because I feel like it was an important song. Yes. It was an important song because it introduced Delirious to us. And this was like their first quote unquote pop song. It's weird. Like all their mm-hmm. songs were kind of worshipy, but yes. some of them were like straight worship and some of them were geared towards like Christian hit radio. Mm-hmm. This was this is one of the quote unquote pop songs. Um kind this was of definitely a radio hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of broke them out into the radio. They had been doing like the uh like the cutting edge worship live cds with like the happy song and shout mm-hmm. to the north and you know did you feel the mountains tremble <laughs> um obsession that was like an early one from them remember obsession by delirious oh, yes what a good yes. what a great one well, well you I get the wor- you get the worship feels when you put on obsession <laughs> that's like an all-time like altar call the song. worship feels yeah, you get the as described in the songs. You get the uh, you get the little sway going on, <laughs> like the youth group girls sway. Like I'm just go back and forth. <laughs> so anyway, uh, deeper. I remember I remember when this music video came. Hey, take a drink. I remember when this <laughs> video came on TBN. When TBN would do Christian videos on the weekends, uh-huh. and I was like, whoa, who are these guys? These guys are cool, and. Uh, you know, from there, it was on the radio, it was on Christian radio, and then and then Delirious was just a part of our lives for the next 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Delirious? <laughs> That's what you have to say. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. It was, first it was Delirious with a 5 instead of an S, and they thought that was edgy. Yes. And then they put the question mark at the end of it, and then I think they finally... Just call themselves delirious. <laughs> Again, this was what are, the. What are we doing, guys? This was the '90s when things didn't have to have meaning. They just had to. <laughs> I just if you, if it was abstract, it was like oh oh that's deep. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna pick. Agnes Day by Third Day. So there you go. I picked a Third Day song. 
is a uh, creative movement song. Okay. All wore these white. It pains me to remember this. He's <laughs> like white everything, which you don't. It is exactly what a teenage girl wants to wear. And we had these like handheld candle things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's still a great song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even with that memory attached to it. There's a lot of songs like this on on Wild ninety nine of just epic songs and songs that uh-huh. were songs that were important. Mm-hmm. And and Agnes Day is definitely one of them. Yes. Yes. So very repetitive but you know we were coming in coming into that right coming into worship music being like kind of taking over tcm uh so it was fine (laughs) interesting that like on this album you see you see like a changing of the guard because you see like the worship music coming in and delirious coming in and you mm-hmm. see a lot of, you know, not to be mean, but you see a lot of bands like on the way out, mm-hmm. like the, mm-hmm. the, the fad bands, like the supertones, those are on the way out. Oh yeah. Some of the more like Christian radio bands, like big tent revival, like audio drilling, mm-hmm. those are mm-hmm. not, not audio drilling, but they're, they're on the way out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good stuff shocked that this one is still on the board that you didn't take it so i'm gonna take it i'm taking god so loved by jackie <laughs> jackie Velasquez. you talked about that one last episode how much you loved it yeah it's a good one hey this, you want to you want to avoid the the pratfalls of people complaining about your lyrics just sing john 316 <laughs> <sixteen. laughs> try to try to really? i mean that's all the whole song is no there's some other stuff in there yeah, she freestyles a little bit there towards the end. Yeah. So after our last episode, I did listen to uh, Jackie's first CD, Flower in the Rain. Wow. There are so many good songs on that album. And there are songs that I have not listened to in 20 years that I'm just, I just knew every word, every everything. <laughs> um. Anyways, just wow. It's I forgot. Oh, and we did this whole segment once on um abstinence songs. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And we didn't even talk about hers. The promise. Wow. <laughs> we forgot. Well, we we're too busy talking about on my knees. <laughs> Not an abstinence song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bill Clinton. <laughs> that does count. <laughs> okay. Since we've been doing this, I, I know I talked a little bit about Chris Eaton. I, I went back and started listening to Chris Eaton songs too because it's it sort of. Writer yeah, for yeah. Those who aren't just, just super duper knowledgeable about. <laughs> All things CCM. For those of, He's a songwriter. For those of you who had friends in the nineties. <laughs> now he was a he was a CCM artist uh in the mid nineties and then sort of transitioned into being a songwriter, mm-hmm. I think, for other artists. But yeah, I went back and started listening to his stuff like um Everlasting Love and Savior's Day. Some great songs by him, but again, give him credit too for this because he he's he put some good stuff in front of her and yes not to make it about him it's, it's about her but also just to give him credit like great songwriter and and she just kills it on these songs he wrote flower in the rain i mean wow how did that not make it onto a wow the song thief of always are you kidding me that song Goodness gracious. Is that one his too? If you want to have a small little existential crisis tonight, put on Thief of Always right before bed. (laughs) And follow it with Missing Person. (laughs) 
but then listen to entertaining angels to bring yourself back from the edge yes, don't, don't yes. go don't go too far yes <laughs> okay you've gotten some good ones wow your team is looking strong well i just like to say it's nice to have one of my youth group crushes <laughs> you back, got her back on my team <laughs> Oh, right. Jackie, man. So good. Okay. That was from her self-titled album. Okay. Got so loved. I'm going to go with What Do I Want? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking myself. I was, what do I want? I was scrolling down. I was like, was that a Michelle Toom song? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You got the For Him song last time, but I don't love this yeah, For Him song. I know, right? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to take Michael W. Smith off the board. Okay. Love me good. Woo! <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man kind of a goofy song give me love give me love <laughs> i love it <laughs> it's it's whatever you know whatever he can he's i feel like he got to the point where he's like i'm just gonna sing whatever i want i'm michael w smith you know what i'm hot <laughs> i can do whatever i want <laughs> Yeah. Uh It's like uh and his the verses are very have a very interesting cadence to them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like he's really trying to cram a lot of words into those verses. <laughs> and he also talks about Genghis Khan, right? Yeah, as as all good Christian songs do. <laughs> Whatever, it's great. <laughs> I gotta be ca- I gotta be careful how much I do this because uh, I don't want to make my wife stumble by talking about a Michael W. Smith song called "Love Me Good." Well, <laughs> that that song uh, is off the "Live the Life" album. Hey, we're gonna live the life, Casey. <laughs> also a good song okay I don't have anything else to say about Love Me Good it's fine just trying to pick some big hitters here before I transition to all my artsy choices before you pick Marie Brennan (laughs) I'm not taking that song (laughs) (laughs) okay I feel like I know the direction that you're gonna go in let's see if i'm right interesting uh i'm taking what would jesus do did you call did you call that one is that what you thought i was gonna do i mean not exactly i had like a few choices in my mind of what you would pick this is another one like it doesn't necessarily chart for people now Uh but holy moly in the moment like this was a this was this was huge because this was the bracelet song where they're literally in the video, in the music video. Take a drink. In the in the music video, the band members there's like clips of the band members putting what would Jesus do bracelets on their fans. Wow, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. Had a weird or not had, but I witnessed a weird interaction one time with Big Tent Revival. I was a freshman at, at Bryan College, and they hired Big Tent Revival to come and play, like this big music festival they were having. Uh-huh. And, it, and it was the music festival was a disaster, by the way. Like it was, <laughs> it was a financial Christian it, college. Yeah, it was, a, it was like a huge financial <laughs> failure. It was like a big deal. <laughs> they had, I think they had like projected it to have like three thousand people there. Uh huh. And like they something went wrong, and they didn't get with enough youth groups in the area or something. And there was only like three hundred people there. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, this is like a rough. this is like a massive flop. Anyway, so <laughs> Big Ten revival, like they were like the headliner. So they showed up at the Christian College and they walked in like that day to the cafeteria, and like everybody turned around and was like, "Hey, it's Big Ten revival!" And like three girls started clapping for them. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and the band members like were so awkward. They're like, "Oh, geez, like what do we do?" And they just kind of like waved, like, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just remember that three girls got really excited. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, well, I don't know. I guess uh, it's a a watershed song that meant a lot in 1999. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I can't. I can't. You're pr- still wearing the bracelets. I so am until somebody. It means a lot in 2021. Until <laughs> until someone uh, messages the FSBT account their their top six songs, and then I will mail a bracelet to them. This is how we roll. Uh, I just want more opportunities for you to put your wrist in front of the camera. <laughs> okay. I'm in a pickle because, like, I know that, like, audio adrenaline is very popular. I, I don't, I don't care about that song. <laughs> uh, I don't. I remember being super annoyed by that W song, but I feel like so many people might have liked it that maybe I should pick it. I mean. I'm super annoyed by that W song right now. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to go with the song that I like. And I'm going to pick Lord, I Believe in You. Okay. By Crystal Lewis. Another artist that I listened to since we last recorded that, you know, you kind of forget about after a little while when they've disappeared. Mm -hmm. And wow. Crystal Lewis, Beauty for Ashes, <laughs> just goodness. Um, but yeah, this song, just you know, typical CCM statement of faith. <laughs> <laughs> Did she? <laughs> I feel like she had like three songs and then she was gone and this was one of them. Mm. Yeah. Did this song have a music video? I don't remember. I was... I don't remember there being one. I'm trying to remember if I sang this song. I don't think I did. I think her range was a little much for me. I mean, I definitely sang this song by myself (laughs) in my car. (laughs) No, but maybe I did. (sighs) It's just good. So you were still in like the CC. I I was more into alternative stuff at this point, like CCM alternative. You're more into the contemporary stuff, aren't you? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, I was I was also listening to secular music, <laughs> so I was all over the place. Gotcha. So ninety nine. That's when I started to drive. Right? Yeah. So once you can listen to music in the car alone, wow, everything <laughs> changes. <laughs> you can sing all by yourself (laughs) and this was a good one to just belt out okay all right i don't know where are we at where are we at what are our numbers (laughs) uh this is my last we each have one more really yep okay and our our 35 minute episode is now at 55 minutes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could have told you it wasn't going to be 35 minutes, Matthew. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Okay. I don't know why you left this on the board, but I'm taking it. It's Testify to Love by Avalon. 
<laughs> I mean, it's um, it's highlighted, but oh, yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> um, gonna go ahead and take this one because a double youth group crush. <laughs> take two drinks for that one. <laughs> a double youth group crush. Yes. <laughs> I don't know their names though. I don't know any of their names. Wait. Yana and Jenna Long. Yeah, Yana. Is it Yana or Jenna? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Take another drink as I look it up. Take a drink every time Matthew says, I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many of them. Uh-huh. That's such a turnover. You have to look. Who was in, test- who was in Avalon um, for the Maze of Grace album? Okay, I think it's... By the uh, way, what an album title. Yana Maze? or Jana, whatever. And Nikki, Nikki, that's what it was. Nikki. Nikki, yes. Didn't we have like a 10 minute conversation one time? <laughs> Probably. That yeah. About a really weird random topic? Probably. <laughs> yeah, I showed you a picture of Avalon from this era and told uh-huh. you that like every girl in Christian college was one of the two women from Avalon. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> And I felt very uncomfortable. No, I said, guess, guess which one I was. <laughs> and I made you uncomfortable. You That's did. what it was. <laughs> when, you, when you said that, I was like, oh, man, I shouldn't have started this conversation. <laughs> you set yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> Testify to love. Wow. Because it was like the glamorous one and then like the, what was it? What did I say? It was something really dumb. Like the... Something like the... Something frisky. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the frisky one in sweatpants or something. <laughs> I was like, all right, why did you why did you start this conversation? Because now you've either called your co-host glamorous or frisky. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, yep. Testify love. Those are my six. That's a great pick. I should have picked that one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go with another one that I love. Another artist that has a special place in my heart for all time, which is Nicole Nordeman. To know you. Nicole Nordeman managed to have radio hits despite being she's really artsy in some of her lyrics that she writes if you like listen to her full albums but she she did manage to to get some good radio hits and to know you was her first one i think off her first album she doesn't even look like her now that short hair uh but yeah did she and natalie grant cancel each other out like, were they on the same corner? I don't know. I never got super into Natalie Grant. But I... I love Nicole Nordeman. Her her album... Um, hmm. I can't remember the title now. But, but I've listened to it 1,000 times. <laughs> the one, I think, after this one. Um, But, yeah. If you, yeah, she just has some very abstract uh, music. Lyrics and the, like, she writes her own music is sometimes it's really strange, but I like it. So, she's my last pick. Well, there it is. There it is. All right. I think you're going to win again. <laughs> Maybe not. People love that Jennifer Knapp album. Yeah, you're going to win some for the Undo Me. Uh, it's a good one. You got Jennifer Knapp and DC Talk. Anything's on the table when you got DC Talk. You're in, you're in the game. <laughs> okay. Hopefully not a 70-30 split. Well, listen. Shoot. Uh, you know, maybe uh, since you're not cheating, we can it'd be <laughs> a little easier to get the poll out this time. Ooh, that's what she said. <laughs> What? 
bonus pick for this episode. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So same rules apply. Go to our Twitter account for the podcast at FS. What is it? I don't know. At FS Bible Time. FS Bible Time. Yeah, that's what it is. So we will post this and you can vote. And then we'll see how it turns out because Casey is up two to one right now in the Wild Showdown. Oh. And uh, that's it. We're going to end this episode and put everything else on the next episode because <laughs> we can't trust ourselves <laughs> to do a wow segment in under 45 minutes. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Oh, jeez.